The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save games the dates? The first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney. Hello, SEOs and marketers. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible. Joining me is Michael Farr, who is the Senior SEO Manager at Paylocity. Paylocity is an HR and payroll software company driven by tech innovation in a legacy-dominant space. Paylocity prioritizes employee experience and makes payroll software for employees that want to use it. Yesterday, Michael and I talked about the challenges of in-house SEO for SaaS companies. And today, we're going to continue the conversation by discussing scaling SEO content with AI. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my conversation with Michael Farr, Senior SEO Manager at Paylocity. Michael, welcome back to the show. Great to be back. Awesome. Well, you know, today we're talking about content and AI, a very hot topic. But yesterday, I actually really enjoyed our episode because it isn't something we spend a lot of time talking about, not only on our podcast, but just generally speaking, the SEO community doesn't spend enough time on this, which is SEO for SaaS companies, what makes it unique? What are some of the core challenges of that particular vertical? So if you didn't get a chance to listen to our episode yesterday, please go back to it, especially if you're not in the SaaS space. There's some really great knowledge sound bites on targeting your personas, understanding how to build strong relationship with key stakeholders across the business, 
and fundamentally just like a lot of great SEO knowledge beyond the SaaS vertical. But, but for those that are in SaaS, definitely a must listen. Today though, Michael, we're, we're diving into content and AI. And I would like to try to maybe dovetail some of this into how it's unique for, for SaaS, but obviously really this is about kind of where we're at in the SEO market and how AI has become a key component to what we do when it comes to content. Love to get your perspective on how you all are using content and AI together, what it means for your SEO team, and then, and then we can go into maybe more of the specifics about scaling later on in this episode. Yeah, sure thing. Well, like everyone in the space, all of a sudden it was the most important thing that everyone had to be on board with. And CMO started talking about it. Right. Other executives started talking about it. My grandma started talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like telling my wife how to use it for her job. Nothing to do with SEO. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, you know, like a lot of companies, we introduced an AI component to our product and, and then conversations started on, well, how, how can we apply this to other teams? You know, we just kind of took it upon ourselves without any real directive. We just like see an opportunity here to, to build a lot of content using AI and you know, don't know if it'll work. I mean, this was kind of early stages. I think, I mean, this is, this is only been going on for a, a year, really, that this, uh, this trend has really picked up. So we're all kind of new to this. But, you know, six months ago, we were like, you know, let's just see if this works. We'll put together kind of a process, a template. And yeah, I mean, for us, we used it immediately for building a glossary, which is a pretty common strategy in the, the SaaS space. You know, like, like I spoke about in the last episode, that top of funnel content, that kind of thought leadership, the kind of things people are asking about is really where the opportunity for uh, that keyword volume is in the, the B2B SaaS space. So that's where we used it. And so far that project has been really successful. Uh, we, you know, we only launched it a few months ago, but you know, we're have around 5,000 keywords, you know, probably close to 500 page one rankings for it. And now other teams are like, Hey, SEO, wow, you did a great job. Teach us how to do that. And so I think it's a great uh, case study because so many times as SEOs were, complaining about not having a seat at the table. Well, in this particular case, we not only have a seat at the table, we're actually leading the charge. So we took a new technology, made it work, proved the case for it, had the analytics to show that it was working. And now we're kind of leading a a marketing-wide effort to scale it across the company. So That's awesome. No, I think you're absolutely right. In this particular zone, SEO has been the leading voice in many marketing rooms, product rooms, and leadership rooms across companies and agencies alike. It's a unique positioning for us. Now, I think that that comes with risks. So let's, let's talk about that. It's not all, you know, roses and rainbows. You know, suddenly I have AI and my content is just, you know, a magical fairy tale that my six-year-old daughter's watching on Netflix. Sorry, that's not exactly how it works. So tell me, Michael, how, how do we assess the risk of this new technology and the utility of it around content? Oh, man, like, like, like every technology, you're going to have bad practitioners and lazy practitioners. And no surprise to anyone that there's a lot of people in the SEO space claim to be SEOs who are really just spitting out bad content. And the opportunity to do that is amplified so much with, with AI. And we, we all see it in stuff we come across in Google. So this isn't just something that you can just plug and go. I mean, we, we built a lot of safeguards into our process to make sure that this wasn't low quality content. But that is the risk that you just think that this is a golden key and you can just spit out a thousand articles in a month and you know, you're going to be ranking you know, for all the golden keywords. And 
that's a temptation, I think, for executives, especially who aren't familiar with the space. You know, and, I, and I've had to temper expectations with my senior leaders because they're very excited. AI, AI, AI. But what can we do with AI, Michael? Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, there's these opportunities, um, but let's set expectations before we get ahead of ourselves. Because the concern from executives is we're going to be outpaced. Like there's this new tool out there. Our competitors are going to be publishing so much more content than us. Right. So as CEOs, we need, we need to be aware that is, that is a reality. But let's also be aware that some of this content might not be very good. And at the end of the day, Google always optimizing for human-driven content. So any short-term wins we might get through easy wins, it's not going to pay off in the long term, as we all know. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, I mean, that's such a great narrative for, for all of our listeners. And the scale game was really serious. It was a very visible threat in the beginning of this whole AI revolution. And, and I actually think that that's kind of dying down now, partly because Google's tampered it you know, with the way that they've been very aggressive towards the end of 2023 in terms of Google updates and changes. I don't think that that's a coincidence. I think that they saw the influx of just volumes and magnitude of content that was getting published across the web. But more importantly, we were missing the mark with respect to experience. Like what is the utility of this content and the overall experience of it on on a page? You know, some of the smart companies that we're working with that we we really like seeing the evolution of AI content and how it's used is scoring yourself, right? Like do that whole dog fooding exercise, use your content in your page and ask yourself, would you sign up for this? Would you read all of this? And and candidly, like if you go through that exercise, even with with the non-SEOs in your organization, you quickly realize like, okay, this is useful or this is not useful or boy, we missed the mark on how we implemented this. So I think it's super important to kind of dog food your way through AI content and what it's, not just what it says, but more importantly, the experience that it justifies on the page that it is shown on. Yeah, and I would say too that there's a specific type of content that works really well with AI. You know, we, d- we didn't turn all of our content generation efforts over to our AI tools. We use it for a very specific type of content that is glossary type content, which doesn't require as much like brand spin 
or as much unique voice. I mean, certainly we, we try to be, we try to add value to these articles beyond what the AI is giving us, but we have different lanes for different types of SEO content and the glossary works really well because, you know, this is easily, this is stuff that people can find themselves. Uh, we're just providing it in a really nice looking compact package for them. Good UI, you know, also opportunities to you know find solutions related to what they're looking for. 100%. And that, you know, that whole relationship of building content that then has an intention or a purpose is so important, regardless of whether you're writing it with a human or, or with AI, right? So in terms of like the practicality of that, you know, are there any other measures that you and your team take to ensure that the content that gets put on the site is useful, whether it's AI or human written for that matter? Yeah, real practically is that we have CTAs that we put at the top of all of our articles. And it's a way of measuring are people clicking through? Are people just landing on this page and bouncing? Or are people landing on it and then clicking into a solution page? So then you can measure what are the most effective glossary articles in our case uh, that are actually seem to be from interested prospects. So that, that, that's one measure. You know, another measure could be dwell time. I mean, you can see if they're clicking through. We have table of contents. You can see if they're inter- interacting with the page. So those are really like practical things that you can see. 100%. And when it comes to like that next component to this conversation, which is scale, taking the these practices of ensuring quality, making sure that's something useful, like got it, check, right? But like, what does scale really mean and who dictates that? Yeah, well, if you have a good relationship, I think as I do with my, my leadership, I can dictate that scale uh, because we've been successful with our efforts in the past. And so I can tell her, we're going to launch 50 new pages in, in three months, which is what we did. And okay, great. Like you've been successful in the past. Go ahead with that. Might not be true at, at any company, but again, the more the more wins you can you can make, the more value you can show of SEO, the greater trust you're going to have with your leadership to dictate that scale. Because it is tough when you have someone coming in who doesn't necessarily know the process and they, they just saw some website that has all this content. They want you to do the exactly the same. So and that goes back to our previous conversations about establishing that trust. I think that is so foundational to what we do as SEOs. We have to have that trust with our leadership. Otherwise, they're going to come at us with unrealistic goals. Uh, or there's not going to be that healthy two-way conversation where they trust you to kind of set goals that are both comfortable, but also ambitious. 100%. And, and when we think about like the, the components of scale, one of the things that I find really useful is that to your point in the beginning of your answer, like there are like places where we can use this content, but those may be pre-existing, right? Like it's not like we have to constantly be thinking of like net new pages. It's like, how do we make the pages we have more useful or more organized or more structured, better CTAs, better like, you know, overall on-page experience. And there's a utility there for AI and content often overlooked. And in SaaS, it probably even matters more because you may already have a very targeted piece of content that reaches an audience but you're missing a ordered list or you want to have a better summary so that summary gets into an answer box or some sort of experience or featured experience in, in the SERP. Those are the things that I find really fascinating about what AI can help you do really, really quickly versus the concept of scaling, which is like more pages, like feed the beast, right? <laughs> like like it's that's not always the, the component that is going to drive the best results, right? Yeah, I agree with you. I would, I'm glad you brought that up because that's what we found very valuable as well. I mean, sure, we use it to generate outlines and some of the content, but our writers still work pretty hard on the body copy. I think where we get where we save a lot of time is in those kind of summary pieces. At the top of every glossary article, we have kind of a summary definition. 
and we have key points. And those are very easily generated just by plugging the existing copy into an AI tool and they spit it out for you and you, you just edit, edit it a little bit. That saves a lot of time. Yeah. Not only saves tons of time, but it makes you hopefully more impactful, right? Because the, well, the end product is better in terms of what it, what it provides the user. I personally use AI all the time to rewrite my emails. I write the email and then I ask ChatGPT, make this email better, right? And guess what? Like sometimes it works perfectly and I feel like I accomplished the goal of sending an email and a summary to someone that is better. Sometimes it's just straight up trash and I'm like, oh, I'm going to keep what I have. <laughs> so, you know, it just, but that's the human nature of actually using AI. I think that the the overhype from the media that this was going to take over everyone's jobs, that our minds were going to become, you know, sterile, mushy broccoli isn't true, right? Like we're, we're going to still need to use our creative side to develop useful and impactful utility around AI. Yeah, absolutely. And I've coached my team a bit on that. So I'm going to get on my pedestal a bit here just for the SEO community, you know, like certainly... At big companies, you know, those, the tech SEO is going to be relevant. I think for those of us that maybe it's at, at smaller websites um, that are a little simpler, we might be feel a little threatened because there's there's maybe less of an opportunity to use those tech skills as there was previously. But what I tell my team is that at the end of the day, we need to kind of reframe our position as a content strategist with an SEO perspective. And we're always going to need content strategists. And we're looking at it from a perspective of keywords, but we have a lot to we have a lot to, to contribute to companies in terms of content architecture and structure of website and what type of content we need to write to show up. And like that, that's not going to go away because of AI. AI is going to help us do our jobs better, but that the strategy and the architecture and deciding what to write about, you always need someone with an SEO mind to contribute to those conversations in house. That's solid and a great place for us to wrap up this episode of the Voices Search podcast. Thank you to Michael Farr, Senior SEO Manager at Paylocity, for joining us. If you'd like to contact Michael, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit his company's website, paylocity.com. Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.